0: Welcome to This Week in VO with J. Michael Collins. Each week, JMC will host one of the voiceover industry's most interesting personalities for a casual freestyle chat that encompasses more than just business, digging deep into the guest's backstory and pulling back the curtain on how they became the person they are today. And now for this week's guest, Kevin Bernay.
1: Hey, everybody, it's Jay Michael uh, coming to you from a hotel room in Cincinnati, which is why uh, I don't sound like I normally do, because I'm on a set of earbuds that uh, hopefully has a reasonably decent microphone attached. And if it doesn't, well, suck it up, buttercup, because that's what you got for the next 30 minutes or so. Uh, That being said, this is another episode of This Week in VO. I can talk this week in VO, and I am very happy uh, to be joined today by uh, somebody's. uh, kind of watched become one of the leading lights out in uh, L.A. in the B.O. industry, a great talent, great human being, a good friend, uh, and someone who is uh, very, very quickly becoming uh, uh, a serious player in the top echelon of our business. Uh, I would like to welcome to the podcast uh, my good friend, Kevra Bernay.
0: What's happening, JMC? What's going on? I can call it. There are things <laughs> out there in L.A. Everything is wonderful, dude. We even got like a little bit of overcast the last couple hey. of days. Yeah. So it hasn't been like three digit degrees. It's been pretty nice.
1: Of course, I have to say the one time I go to Venice Beach, right, about like two months ago when we were out there and I'm with Tom and uh, and Kayla comes along with us uh, and, you know, Scott Parkins out there and he's taking Tom boogie boarding. It's cloudy. I'm like, what am, it's a, it's LA and it's it, I'm at Venice Beach for, you know, hanging really for the first time and it's cloudy. What's the deal with that? So I, I know you guys like it when that happens, but really?
0: Sometimes at the beach, you know, like, especially like surfers, they love that marine layer. They love to have that little bit of shade on the water, right? So, you know, some people love it. Some people hate it. It depends on what, what coast you're on, but there are, you know, brutally sunny days at the beach. But, you know, dude, the best time is to go like at. Dusk and watch oh, yeah? this down It's beautifully amazing. It's, mm-hmm. It was funny because
1: we had the the when we did the retreat in Switzerland, all the and it, it rained all week. And we were you know like oh my god, it's raining all week. <laughs> it's the only retreat we've ever done that rained all week. All the LA people were like oh this is amazing. It's water falling from the sky. You know. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, at least everybody's not pissed.
0: <laughs> we only get that beautifulness less than you know optimal. We we definitely need more rain, but we love rain.
1: <laughs> it's, good, it's good it's good i don't mind the yeah. uh, okay so so um uh, very loaded first question today Uh-oh. here um, we go <laughs> tell us tell us the kever brunai story
0: oh my that is a loaded question um let's see where do we start um there Where do I start? Like, I have family members that were like in music, so I kind of started early in the game. Um, Like a lot of, you know, singers, you, you know, start in church, you, you know, start in local um, shows and musical theater and things like that. But I also did music in school, and because of that, I ran into some really cool musicians and I got my first singing gig. In a studio at twelve years old. Wow! I spent um, all of my formative years and growing up here in L.A. Uh, well, yeah, and and a little bit of it traveling too, because I went to music camp every year in a different at a different university in a different state. Um, I've spent some time in New York, spent some time um, a little bit in the in the Midwest, because that was like where it was heavy jazz and like Chicago mm-hmm. areas. Um, spent some time in London for a while. Spent some time in Canada for a while just, you know, really, you know, had fun with just studying music. And so, I think that's where I like fell in love with the microphone and the console and the vocal booth and just, you know, just just that whole um, personality. I mean, studios have personality. And mm-hmm. I think that's where I really, really, really started to fall in love with it. So, I studied music my whole life, um, all the way through getting my first master's degree um, in music and in communications. And that communication part was kind of the talking piece, the acting, the improv piece, right? Right. And then um, a friend of mine said, hey, you know what? I got to do this gig. And she was a singer as well. We were in school. She says, I got to do this gig for my dad. And I just got to talk. All I got to do is talk. And so she did it. And we fell in love with voiceover. And then a friend, another friend said, hey, they're like teaching this voiceover class. And I think it was Santa Monica City College. I think it was. Mm -hmm. And Jessica G was the instructor. Oh, wow yeah right and so that was my first instructor and um she says hey out of all the people here i'm gonna pick three people that i think would be really good at this craft and you know i'll give you a couple of free um private sessions and if you really like it we'll keep going i fell in love with it we kept going Uh, She helped me do my first demo, which was with Chuck Duran way back in the day. Very cool. Um, Yes. Right. And so we did a commercial demo and we did a jingles demo. Um, And then from there, uh, my brother uh, was in the Air Force uh, near Atlanta, Georgia. And my mom passed away. So my dad says, why don't you go and be with your eldest brother? Just spend some time, get away, get out of LA and just go and spend some time there. So I did. And when I got there, a friend of mine, once again, you know, all of this is like relationships for me in the the industry. Um, A friend says, hey, there's um, a cable network and they're looking for a voice. You should go audition and it was hilarious because i didn't have a car i had just gotten to town i was with my brother my godmother picks me up takes me to this audition which ended up being a meeting and they just wanted to talk to me and learn who i was where i was from why how did i make it to atlanta um and I pulled out my, you know, trusty black and white eight by ten with resume on the back, <laughs> you know, right? Because that's all I had at the time. Um, and but I did have my demo with me, but they didn't ask me to read anything. So I right. just gave them my demo and my resume. Maybe a month or so later they called me back. I had booked the job, which I thought was one job. And the one job became two job, became three job, became four job. And then I became the voice of their network for five years. Oh, wow. Yes. And that was my first job. And it was, you know, my first job period um, in promo. And I fell in love with promo. Promo my first love. Um, and during that time, I also did, um, some radio imaging, um, never worked in radio was never, um, you know, a a radio personality, but, uh, did get some great opportunities, um, to do some imaging Mm -hmm. and some drops and, and stuff like that for different stations. Um, yeah, so that's how it all started. Very cool. And so,
1: you know, now, now your career has matured and I mean, you've been, you've been in this for a minute. Um, what do you find yourself doing most of these days?
0: Um, most these days. So recently I did, um, an in show, uh, did some of that and, and I did a narration for, um, for a shark week episode for for shark shark attack investigation um uh, produced by robin roberts so it was a definite honor to actually be you know the chosen voice for that so that was really really fun and then i did my first uh film uh in theaters called all light everywhere it won several awards and uh that was exciting it was a long process Mm -hmm. and it was a cross between human and ai voice oh my goodness yeah so um because it was about like like imaging and so they wanted to kind of voice image it right Mm -hmm. so it was really really cool like it's a it's a great um informational movie right Uh, and that was fun. It was, it was, um, it was like a couple hours over days, like a couple hours a day and we would rest and talk and they would give me backstory, you know, and then I would you know do a few lines or 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 do a phrase and then they would you know come back around and we would you know just just kind of go back to zero and just revisit it was an amazing experience though to actually voice a film mm-hmm. <laughs> that was
1: crazy yeah right. well you, you used to open pandora's box because you use the the two letters that i think uh, are on the top of a lot of people's minds in the industry um what are your thoughts on on ai
0: you know, to be honest with you, I don't have any thoughts. AI is, is that AI because you're a robot. Um, you know, I could be <laughs> and you would never know. I mean, I would probably, you know, be a little more, you know, friendly than a robot. But I don't know. <laughs> but if you want me to talk as though I am, you know, I mean, hey, <laughs> I could be a robot and maybe I just turned on you my 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 little friendly button is going here. So I don't I don't have I don't have any comments about AI other than it is here. Um I know some people feel, you know, it will take your job or it's the it's the wave of tomorrow or things are gonna change. I mean, everything in life changes, and robots have been here for a long time.
1: Mm,
0: a lot so, of the aliens. Yeah, I, yeah. So, I don't, <laughs> I don't have, I don't have any insider information, nor do I have any comments. Well, How I, about
1: I'm going to I'm, I'm tell the story I told you before we went on today. I was, <laughs> So I was over, for those of you who know Bobby Maxwell, if you listen to the uh, the middle class VO podcast, I think they're rebranding. Uh, but I was at I landed in Cincinnati this morning for a workshop tomorrow. And, uh, and instead of going to the hotel, I, I had a job come in, so I immediately went over to Bobby's to record it. They're having a yard sale. They're going to remove I'm like, it's not an imposition. Is? And she's like, no, 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 come over. <laughs> so, I, so I come over. And uh, the client sends me a scratch track, and the client I straight up said, "Oh yeah, it's an AI scratch track. We just want you to hear the music, you know, with the voice behind it and everything." I was like, "Cool." So um, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening, and uh, all of a sudden, the the AI voice says, "The mechanical H ear T of the machine," and I went, "What?" And so I had to go back and look at the script, and the script was the mechanical heart of the machine, and the AI voice said, "The mechanical H ear T." Of the machine, and that's when I once again, as I've said many times, went, "Yeah, I'm not worried about this yet." Wow, you know, and it's and it's just so, uh, you know, I I think people are are just so far over their skis on it, and uh, you know, hey, if I'm wrong, we're all screwed anyway, right? So we might as well be optimistic. But uh... you know,
0: (laughs) hey, I mean, AI for me would mean I get to move into a house that's like the Jetsons. That's not so bad. Right? Right? right, it's not right? so bad, I,
1: I, and, I, and 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 something to make my bed and press my clothes. Yes, and, you know, give me foot rubs and just generally, you know, make life better. Right? I mean,
0: exactly. Can I get another water, please? Right? Yes, yeah, yeah. that's, that's the
1: AI we need, and, and we welcome our new robot overlords. Uh, <laughs> that's right. That's but, right. Yeah, I think the difference between AI and us is that we both have H ear Right? That's um, true. So...
0: Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs>
1: I got, the client's get, I, I gotta find a way to put that clip up without that client suing me
0: um <laughs> I can't wait to see it actually I cannot oh wait my
1: God. I just couldn't believe it. I went back into the double thing. I was like what uh so yeah anyway uh <laughs> well what's what's on the horizon? what interesting things are you anything you you can talk about that you're working on right now <laughs>
0: Well, of course, you know how it goes with NDAs. Mm -hmm. Um, There are several of those floating around right now, Um, but I can say that um, I've written a couple of books in the past. So I wrote a book about grief about the passing of my parents, and I wrote a book, uh, a children's book, with a girlfriend of mine who did the claymation for the book um, about kind of like color associations with animals and and the habitat in which they live, and you know just being friendly to animals and you know animals are your friend and so are flowers and sunshine and bushes and trees so our yeah so our next piece of that it's going to be a series so that's the first in the series and then I want to like play around with voicing them and putting some really cool like innovative music or sounds Mm -hmm. behind it you know just so that kids can then have a little bit more like a 3d like piece. So they now know what the animal sounds like, or, you know, the animals reactions to things. So, That's something that I definitely want to do uh, in the future, as well as um, do another kid's record. Um, I recorded some children's music, and I really, really enjoyed it. And I love the reaction of the kids, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that might be a a green light to do some more of uh, something down that road, too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: A little known fact, a lot of people who have never met me think I'm claymation. And, oh then they, my. and then they meet me in real life and they realize it's, it's not, it's not clay. It's not, it's not dough. It's, it's actually flesh. But
0: um, I digress. Uh, but I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't think that you were clay or flesh. I thought you were a lobster.
1: Ah, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I've been incubating one for about 40 years, but gotcha. Uh, you know, it'll, it'll hatch eventually. Um, <laughs> it's, all, it's all lobster weight. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> You're such a lobster. I would
1: American. say you're such a ham, but you're such a lobster. Eh, I had I had something else interesting to say, and now I've lost track of it because we went down that road. Oh, uh, so I don't know if you saw this, but on uh, you're familiar with Nava, right?
0: I am.
1: And on the sixth of uh, December, they're doing a, a gala out there. Have you have you seen anything about that?
0: Ah, I have not.
1: So they're doing a a. Um, uh fundraising like silent auction and they're giving a tom antonellis an award and um i think one other person is getting like an icon award and i think they're giving an industry service award and then they're doing a dinner and like a whole gala thing uh
0: nice but, are uh, you flying into town you're yeah, gonna I think be we, here? I, think, I think we will do
1: that yeah oh. i think we'll, we'll come in and uh and participate uh and be a part of that have you I, you know the the um i think an interesting conversation that's been floating around the industry for a long time is because we're in this moment where sag's on strike on certain things and where uh you know wga on strike and um and there's not a you know we've never had a union that just specifically represents voice actors um and i think you know we had maybe about a decade ago wovo came in and Sort of tried to become a, a guild that would have a little bit more of a hand in that. Now Nava seems to be kind of stepping up to that role. Um, what do you think about these these kinds of organizations that come in and are you know are, are representing us? Is it something we need in the industry? Is it helpful?
0: I mean, there are you know a good number of of people that um, can benefit from the amazing and and wonderful resources, you know, that these organizations, you know, allow, I mean, not everybody will be a, you know, Paid SAG actor. Not everyone will be or even wants to be, you know. I mean, some people want to do, you know, voiceover part time, or some people like to do like just a sort of niche, whether it's just corporate or if it's some category that's not even covered by SAG, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, Nava can offer, you know, great benefits and, and, um, health and wellness and information and, you know, just, you know, really help our entire community, you know, be stronger and, and, and be better. Sure.
1: Very cool. Do you get out and and play in the LA voiceover community a lot?
0: You know, I do not, um, I have, interestingly enough, uh, I, I already had a studio because of music before COVID um, and I know like a lot of people reference, you know, once you're at home and the neighbor kids start playing and all that sorts of stuff, you know, it kind of got a little bit noisier, right? Um, so I, I I did have to do a small amount of upgrades and stuff um, in my studio, but now a lot of the producers and stuff that I work with for music, um, they've moved out of LA or they're on tour, you know, or they're doing other things. So a lot of that is now remote as well, in addition to voiceover, um, you know, so a lot of, a lot of the work is at home. So, um, it's not, uh, Um, it's not there's there's not a big requirement you know for you to be out and about and and to already be in the midst of you know going to auditions and so you stop by an event or something like that you know Mm -hmm. um a lot of the you know um, um events are kind of you know, strategically planned, I guess, you right. know, so that some happen at a certain period um, of the year. Um, I know there's, there's like a big one that I go to is, um, is the NAM uh, for like music, but there's also, you know, equipment there as well for voiceover. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of voiceover people I run into at NAM. Um, you know, and a lot of friends that come off of tour or come into town or whatever, um, you know, that's, that's one of the big ones that I attend. Yeah.
1: Very cool. And for those who don't know LA. All right. So let's just get off a voiceover for a minute. If there's one place you got to go eat in LA, where is it?
0: One place that you got to go eat, I would say, and it's only because I'm a beach bum. I would say any place that has an ocean view Mm. and after you eat your meal, you can go put your feet in the sand. That's pretty cool. You know what I mean? And it's, and the other place I would say would be, um, and, and that's, that's just water overall, whether it's LA County, Orange County, it's just, it's, it's a different experience, mm-hmm. right? Going someplace inland is kind of, you know, it's cool. It's great. You could go to a place that has the best seafood or a place that has the best Mexican. But I feel it's an, it's the whole atmosphere, not just the food, but that whole view of water. It's a different beast. It's just, it's beautiful. It's amazing.
1: So it reminds me of when we go to uh, to the retreats in Barcelona, and we actually have a, a, literally on-the-sand restaurants down there that do incredible tapas, and then you can just go and play on the beach. And it's, it's, Oh, I um,
0: love that. That's amazing. I, I, That's nice. although I
1: will say in L.A., Scott Brick introduced, Scott and Suzanne introduced us to Musos. Have you been to Musso and Frank's?
0: I have not. Oh. I'll have to go.
1: Do you like like old school food? Cause I'm talking like, um, it's very upscale, right? I mean, Charlie Chaplin used to go there. All the, I think there was, um, the scene in there from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's, you know, it's, it's kind of an institution. Um, but, uh, it's got, it's, it's like going back in time because not only is it the white club service and kind of red leather booths and mahogany everything. Um, but they've got, like, veal sweetbreads and calves' liver and, you know, liver Ooh. and onions and chicken a la king. And, you know, it's almost like going back to 1935 or something. Um, and uh, they've got great steak and, you know, seafood and stuff like that, too. But it's uh, some of the dishes. I, I had a, a, a French afloat de veau, the, the liver and onions with bacon that was just like, oh, my God.
0: Um, oh, man, that sounds amazing. Yeah, that, I yes. That's my new that favorite. I, I do place. like going back in time. Nice, I love it. That is so cool. No, that's that's really cool. Yeah, Scott Scott was
1: like, He, he, he he promised we would love it, and it lived up to the expectation.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yes. My answer is yes. I love going back in time for food. I love going back in time for, and you're going to hear me say the word atmosphere again, but one of my favorite places here on the coast is Hearst Castle. Yeah. Because it takes you all the way back and you get to like see just the artwork and the way people lived. And during the summer months, they actually host an event there so you can see a person in the kitchen. You can see a person sitting down like like playing cards. You That's can so come amazing. outside at the pool and you can like dance and and you know dress, you know, period. Mm. I mean it's it's just it's it's really cool to go back in time with that.
1: Yeah. That's very cool. And so, yeah. yeah. Anna often says that I should have been born in about nineteen ten or nineteen 19- <laughs> 20 and i'd have been (laughs) i'd have been a happy man because i'm just you know now i just shake my fist at clouds like abe simpson you know and tell people to get off my lawn but um i digress nevertheless all right leave our collected assembled trove of um various voice actors out there I, i always like to ask this question to kind of wrap up uh one piece of advice For newer talent who are kind of just getting their feet wet and one piece of advice for folks who are getting some traction making it happen but still want to take it to that next level
0: you know what i'm about to say will go for both people both sets of people whether you're starting out yeah whether you're starting out or whether you're seasoned or whether you're just like just getting it in and sitting back getting mailbox money stay honest Stay honest, stay honest, stay honest and stay kind to people. Don't say mean things. Don't do mean things. Don't think mean things. This is a community just like any other group of people, whether it's voiceover or music or corporate America or the local knitting club. By the way, I do love to crochet. Um, (laughs) Be kind and be forgiving. Be understanding. Right? right because this is who we are we're we're putting ourselves across the airwaves or or video waves we're 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 putting ourselves out here don't come into that space and manipulate that space don't come into that space and take it for granted mm-hmm. gratitude is a big deal right life is a big deal right? We've earned this space to love and care and share and teach and learn and grow. Let's just maintain that. As hard as it is, or as easy as it could be, let's just maintain that. And let's just be a great group of people.
1: that's brilliant and i you know we've tried to express that sentiment on this podcast so many times that this is this industry is one of the few in the entertainment industry i think where you're not always looking for the knife sticking out of your back and i think that's what makes it so special is that it is a good group of people and you're one of them and i'm glad you were here glad thank you for, for spending the time with us today
0: oh thank you i love you dearly
1: you too and uh We will have more great guests coming up in the future, Uh, but for the moment, it's time to head out, and that means you guys know what time it is. Here is Kayla.
0: You have been listening to This Week in VO with J. Michael Collins. Be sure to share the podcast with your friends and colleagues on social media. If you do, JMC might just send you a lobster. Now here's nobody trying to sell you anything, because that's just how we roll. Stay tuned for a new podcast most weeks throughout the year.